15 minutes past seven, you can hashtag the morning flavor when you do. And you can also hashtag Zimbabwe Lives Matter, if not to tweet about it, but at least to familiarize yourself with what's been going on. So many comments are coming in, not just from South Africans, but from uh, all those in Zimbabwe who are experiencing what is going on there. Well, we know that people are protesting, and uh, the result of that, of course, is that there have been some arrests made, and things have turned very, very violent. Uh, Zimbabweans are sick and tired of what's going on there as far as the alleged corruption um, in the government and, of course, the weakness of the country's economy, and they've said enough is enough. We are taking a stand. We know, of course, that there have been a couple of other issues that have led to, I suppose, where we are now. We saw the arrest of Hopewell Chinoa, who was arrested after exposing this alleged corruption. There was even a video that did the rounds. And a number of other people who have also been arrested. And there's just all this um, uh, turmoil, really, um, as I can put it out there. So let's get some perspective here on where things stand and how we need to understand what is going on there. Dumsani Muyela joins us on the line as the chairperson of the Zimbabwe National Editors Forum. Good morning, Dumsani. Uh, to you, good morning to your listeners as well. Thanks for making time to speak to us. There's nothing new as far as corruption and a weak economy is Zimbabwe. So what makes these protests so different? Why is there so much more focus and attention? And why, at this point, have people reached uh, this point of Ilkhatfol? Yeah, you're right. There's absolutely nothing new about uh, what is happening in Zimbabwe at the moment. Uh, the only difference is that... Uh, uh, if you rewind back to 2017 when uh, Mkabe was removed through a coup, there was a great deal of new hope for Zimbabweans. People thought that things would be done differently. There would be a rebuilding of the country, reconstruction, the economy would be fixed, the, social, uh, uh, the broken social uh, lives would be fixed, and uh, things would be different. And then uh, this is uh, three years after that, and nothing has changed, and the people have decided to take a stand because... What we are seeing now is the replication of the old order, the old status quo under Mugabe. And people are saying this cannot continue, this cannot be allowed. Mm. Sounds very, very familiar, Dumsani. It really does. I mean, let's talk about President Emerson Mangwagwa's um, time in office. I mean, I suppose all these protests also coincide with his second term in office. What is, what is your assessment of how things have been going there under his leadership? Uh, under Mnangagwa's leadership, uh, ever since he came in through a coup and then uh, uh, went through a, a disputed election in 2019, what we have seen is uh, a replication of the Mugabe state, that is uh, the militaristic state that Mugabe set up in 1980, which is uh, a state that uh, rules through brazen violence, intimidation, brutality. There's absolutely nothing new. You see... Even Zimbabweans themselves, when they are facing the current uh, state of affairs, there are times when people forget that uh, this is precisely what Mugabe did in 1980. Some people will tend to say, ah, things were better uh, from 1980 going upwards. There was nothing. There was nothing better. When Mugabe came in, he just established a militaristic state. We circled the political scores using the army starting in the 80s when a dispute, a political dispute uh, with one of the nationalist leaders, then Joshua Nkomo, he unleashed the, uh, say, some military unit called the 50th Brigade. It rampaged mm -hmm. through uh, the west, southwestern part of the country, beating up people, killing, raping women, mm -hmm. burning down houses. Absolutely nasty stuff. You know, um, 
a scorched earth campaign. And in between those years, this is between 1980 and 1987, in between those years, after he had overcome Gomo, he sought to establish a one-party state in order to control and consolidate authoritarian his authoritarian rule. And then later years, in the 90s, when the MDC came up in the late 90s, the violence resumed, brutality, killings after 2000. Mm. And then, of course, the Western world reacted with sanctions. Things got worse. The economy collapsed. Mm -hmm. And uh, up to 2008, more killings. After 2013, uh, 2017, the same as is happening. And as we see people arrested, detained, beaten up. Mm-hmm. Has there been any official word coming from the presidency? And do you think there'll be an opportunity to engage President um, Nangagwa's government in terms of just the human rights abuses that are happening in, in Zimbabwe? Yes, the government is, is the response is standard. They blame everyone except themselves for what is happening. Mm-hmm. Like right now, when the protests were held on Friday, there were peaceful protests because people decided to stay away from work to boycott. So it was a loud statement, but uh, which was delivered by doing nothing most of the time, mainly. There were isolated pockets of resistance, defiance, protest here and there. But the government says, no, wait a minute. You guys, you're not doing it because you're suffering. You're not doing it because you're unemployed. You're not doing it because there's poverty all over the place. You're doing it because you want to overthrow an elected government you have sent by the West, you are working with the NGOs. Standard response of all dictators around the world, they always blame uh, the victims, they always blame outsiders for the actions taken by the citizens against them. Sure. As I said earlier, Dumsani, and we'll leave it there for now because of time, it looks all too familiar uh, with the issue of same old, same old. Thanks for that perspective, Dumsani. We'll certainly get in touch with you once again as uh, it is a rolling issue. Dumsani Muyela, chairman or chairperson of the Zimbabwe National Editors Forum there. I mean, what needs to happen in Zimbabwe for things to change? What needs to happen? Anybody got ideas on this one? And what are your observations and thoughts? We'd love to get your comments. You can tweet us, hashtag the morning flavor. It can't be same old, same old forever. It, not in Zimbabwe, not in South